uncomfortable. So, like, a sneak behind the curtain, um, I'm literally sat in my pants. I've just got out of the shower. It is very, very warm up here. Mm, it is here too. I've got my, my hair is down. It's not tied up. Uh, mm. And I am very much enjoying just swooshing it about at the minute. And and I'm sat, I'm enjoying a beverage. <laughs> and I'm just feeling very relaxed. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm letting it all hang out. Yes. So I'm getting laid back in my chair. I'm not sat uh, up. I'm like reclined. I am comfortable. Be careful if you're in your pants and you recline or you slouch too much, you can end up wedging yourself. No, no, I'm fine. Don't you worry. <laughs> I am comfortable. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we're starting this episode. Welcome to Wargamers Anonymous. My name is Josh. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I am joined, as always, by my superstar, mega, esteemed, wonderful, absolute gentleman, co-host, Elston from Elston Nation. That's only because you got to hang out with me for a day. It is. I did get to hang out with you for a day. I feel honoured. Um, <laughs> I've only ever met you twice in real life, and both mm. times have been amazing. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun both times. And, yeah, uh, yeah. This this time was no exception. But we can't talk about that right now because that is the main topic of today's show. We'll tell you more about that. That is bit. indeed the main topic for sure today. But before we get to that. We need to do all the normal stuff. So if you enjoy mm. the podcast, be sure to leave us a like, leave us a review, leave us a comment if you're on YouTube. Um, and if you want to check us out anywhere else, you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts normally. We are in all those places. Check us out. Make sure you subscribe or follow or whatever it is you're doing on whichever platform it is. And just let us know if you're enjoying the show. Um, if you want to get in contact and comment on the show or have any suggestions for it, Join the Pickle Jar Discord. There's a link for it in the show notes or in the description. And come and join us over there. We've got a dedicated section for the podcast. Because we do like filling all the holes where um, podcasts live. So we like filling holes. How, how far in? Like two minutes. Two and a half <laughs> minutes in. And Elston has already broken the smut meter. It's just, um, just pushing it into the gut over and over and over again. Elston, <laughs> how are you, my deranged companion? I'm I'm very well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a slightly different episode for us. Uh, you may not notice anything different, but uh, we certainly are experiencing something a little bit different. We are recording this at uh, an evening time rather than a Saturday morning, which we is when we usually record. We are recording this on a, a Friday evening because mm -hmm. our good friend Pickle is off to London town. Yeah, mate, I'm off to London, innit? London. What are you doing down London, down south? Uh, so we are going down to London uh, because uh, it was part of Great Pickle's birthday this week. And for her birthday, she wanted to visit London, go and see a show and just have a, a nice day out. Um, so we're going down, we're going early tomorrow morning and we're coming back late on tomorrow night. So we're leaving the house at about half past six and we will get in at about ten, half past ten. So it's going to be a long day, but I am really looking forward to it. I've not been to London for a few years now um, because of like pandemic and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go and see the Back to the Future show, um, the the musical. 
and uh, we're going to go and have a, a wander around, probably taking some of the sites, going to check out a few shops. Um, mm-hmm. It should be good. But yes, it is It is interesting recording this on a Friday night. It's a very different feel to recording it on a Saturday morning. Right, um, and it allows us to experience this week's snack attack as well, which again, we will. I will tease you about it now, but I will not spoil it. Yep, but no we spoilers. Are all, we are already enjoying our snack attack, so we'll let you know yes. at the end. Yes. Um, so, Elston, as always, we've we've had a bit of a waffle. We've had a bit of a catch up. We're both mm. all right. Mm. So, you know what I'm going to ask next? Mm. What have you been working on over the last couple of weeks? Mm. So, uh, Operation Fap is in full swing. Um, Jesus Christ! Let that, let that one sink in. Yeah. <laughs> let that hang. Yeah. Like let your fap hang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you love that joke. Uh, it's not a joke. It's a real thing. Operation <laughs> Fap. It's going to be in, on it's going to be on the internet soon. I'm pretty um, certain that there is already plenty of fapping on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of fapping over the internet. Mm-hmm. Fapping on the uh yeah, no. Anyway, not, let's not go down that. <laughs> let's uh, get into hole. specifics. <laughs> mm. Uh right, so I spent about a week or so editing my uh my man cave video uh that I've been Ooh. working on. Um I I did some fun editing things. I did what I thought was a very snappy thing. Turned out to be a very long thing. Wait for the video, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> um and then I carried on with Operation Fap and I'm sitting at about I'm going to say close to a thousand models primed right now, possibly more. Um, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm getting close towards the end and I've also come to a realization about, uh, keeping more models or not to keep more models, uh, which there will be a video about because, uh, again, sort of going through this, working out everything, trying to do every single kit, you kind of realize, do I actually need this stuff? Yeah. Right. And, right. C- right. Comes to the conclusion that you're like, no, I don't. No. So I've made some more decisions about stuff I do not want. Any and droids? N- no, sadly oh. not. Uh, and it not that I need no- any more droids, to be honest. But. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the fact that Horus Heresy has come out and I am full bore into it and therefore may require some more funds and space to deal with this obsession that is mine. It's mm-hmm. nothing to do with that at all. No, nothing to do with that. No. It's just a pure coincidence. Yes. Timing is just one of those mysterious things that it happened. So, yeah. Um, um, again, there's going to be a video coming out about that, about uh, what should you keep, what should you, what should you get rid of. And, yeah. That is what I've been up to. Uh, there are plenty of black models all around me. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Moving forward, onwards nice. and upwards, and all that jazz. <laughs> what have you actually been up to, Pickle? Did I ask you that or not? No, you didn't. But you have done now, what? and that's okay. What? what are you up to? What are you been up to, Brav? Uh, I have. What have I been doing? So um, I have started work on Star Wars Legion. Finally, um, yes. I think I mentioned I on maybe the last episode that I'd painted an Obi Wan Kenobi. I think I did mm-hmm. it on the stream. Uh, before the last episode I've, yes. I've finished that model now it's all based and everything i've got the basing stuff i'm playing around with different basing materials i wanted to do him on like a geonosis 
base. Uh, mm-hmm. But I didn't just want to chuck red sand on and call it done because that's not really Geonosis. That's just no. that's more Mars. Um, yeah, yeah. Even though it is a sort of like like a ready Earth. Um, so mm-hmm. I ordered some of the Vileo uh, crackling texture paste stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some of that. I got some pigment powders. Um, and I've tried a couple of different things. I've settled on one that I'm happy enough with. Um, okay. Although I think once I uh, start to work on all my uh, Legion stuff properly, I, I will sort of refine it. Um, basically what I did is I applied the texture paste, then I painted it as the sort of right, sort of ready color-ish. Yeah. Um, then I put a, a wash on to sort of dark it down and go into the recessed bits to sort of, exaggerate the cracks a little bit and then I put some pigments on top to sort of make mm. it that that dusty sort of look. Um right. I'm happy enough with it but it's it's going to take a little bit of refinement but I've got one Star Wars Legion model finished. Um it's okay. not from my droid army <laughs> obviously no, no, it's pretty, no. but um I, I but and also I have started building uh my droids. Um so I built a load I say a load I built six models on my stream this week. Um mm-hmm. I built the B1, uh, one of the B1 uh, Battle Droid expansion sets, which has got four models in it that have got like a couple extra weapon types. Yeah. Um, I built Count Dooku, which was literally like attaching four pieces. That wasn't, I, I'm not even classing that as building. Like, <laughs> right. um, And I built the uh, one of the uh, Super Droid Commanders. So we'll talk about this a little bit on the main topic, but I made a mistake when I bought one of the things that I bought. Um, uh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got a few built. Um, I've obviously got a lot more to build, uh, but this <laughs> is the start of my big droid project. Uh, finally, yeah. finally yeah. getting on with it. Um, as well as that, I did my uh, paint stripping video, which came out uh, yesterday. Uh, so yes. I've stripped Very a load nice. of old models, um, some old Necron Raiders, some uh, Chaos Androids, and uh, Forge World Necron Pylon. Mm-hmm. Ship them all. If you want to see that video, we'll put a link in the description. Um, but I'm I'm quite happy with that. Um, the the stuff that I use works really really well, and they're all stripped now, ready for a future video where I paint them up. Uh, I've got a really cool plan for that one. If I can pull it off, um, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to organize it. Um, but if I can if I can if I can organize what I want to do with that, that's going to be a really fun video to do. So uh, mm. I'm looking forward to doing that. And potential, that's uh, potential collab as well. Potentially, yes, potential. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we can we can pull that off as well. Um, yeah, because I like but, pulling things off. Oh God! But yes, uh, <laughs> that's basically been what I've been up to um, over the last couple of weeks. I've just I've not really done a ton of painting. Um, oh, I did start painting um, a Blood Bowl Star Player um, mm. uh, on. Uh, Wednesday this week, I started painting. Oh, I can't wait, remember what his name is. It's the, the fat the, rat. Yeah, it's the big the big rat from the Skaven team. Um, I started painting him, painted all the skin on him. Um, just as a, a random project, I wanted to get out of the house for a bit. I went down to my local store and I started painting him. I'm quite happy with the skin on that as well. Um, nice. It, it was just nice to sort of zone out for a couple of hours and just literally mm. just paint the skin. Um, so yeah, not not a ton of stuff, but I feel like I've been fairly busy. Um, yeah, we, we have because we went to an event, didn't we? We did. We went to an event together. We went to mm. the UK Games Expo uh, mm. in Birmingham last weekend. That was a hell of a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it was. It was. Do you want to do this in chronological order? Because you had a bit of a story before you even got oh, God. there. Yeah so, yeah, so basically I was asked to go along. Um, the gaming tables that Luke's been building uh, over at Geek Gaming Scenics, the, the World War II tables, I'll put a link for the playlist down below, they were being taken um, to the event uh, as a, a fundraising thing and as a, a publicity thing. Um, and I got asked uh, by the guy who commissioned the tables to go along and take some photos and some videos and stuff uh, for him and for a future video that we're doing on, on Geek Gaming Scenics. Um, so I, me, myself and Pirate Queen Pickle, we had a hotel room paid for us uh, for the uh, Thursday night, a very, very fancy hotel uh, that I wish I'd been in for a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had our passes paid for on, on the Friday. We could have gone for the full weekend, um, but I had other stuff that I needed to do, so I couldn't really take take the full weekend off. Um, but we had a bit of a nightmare. The Thursday, uh, I was the only one in the unit at work to let the uh, delivery van collect the tables and take them up down to the event. The van that turned up was way too small and the boards did not fit in it. Um, <laughs> I was supposed to be leaving work around dinner time, like once the boards had been picked up, heading home, getting all my stuff ready, heading down to Birmingham to get there for about five, six o'clock-ish so that we could go out for tea, have a nice evening, um, do some filming for a couple of videos that I wanted to do. Uh, and then get some rest and then, you know, go go for the event for the next day. We didn't end up leaving Wakefield until about half past nine. Um, and it's also, about... Also, just to clarify as well for the Southerners, dinner time means lunch time. So just to clarify on that part, in case anyone's confused. Yeah, Carry thank, on, Pickle. Th- thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so Wakefield is about a two-hour drive uh, from Birmingham. So we didn't get there until about, I think we, we made good time. I think we got there about quarter past 11. But then by the time we walked from the car park to the hotel, it was about half past 25 to 12. Um, so we literally, like, all the fil- and like because I'd been stressing and rushing then to get there, I would forgot to bring a load of equipment that I needed. Um, so I basically didn't get any filming done that I wanted to get done. Um, I got the bits done that I needed to do for work and for the table and stuff, but I didn't get any of the stuff that I wanted to get done done at all. Um, but the Friday, like the next day, despite being a bit tired and achy from being in the car so much, um, the Friday was was fantastic. I had a really nice time. Mm, this is where I come in. Yeah, this so. is. We were literally we were walking from the hotel back to the car to drop a couple of bits off that I didn't want to be carrying around all day, um, and we bumped into Elston on his way from the car park to the centre. Mm-hmm. So then, that Elston, was pretty good timing, wasn't it? Yeah. So Elston then turned around and walked back with us, back the way that <laughs> it came, um, and then and then came in with us. Um, but yeah, we had we had a, we had a really nice time. So uh, yeah. I mean, do you want to talk a little bit now? I've just rambled for a while. If you want to talk a little bit about the the expo, and then I'll, we'll yeah, sort of jump it, in and out. Yeah. So the uh, the interesting part, is, as I said, it kind of we met up, we went back into the uh, into the event, and uh, I, I've been to the expo before, and I know what it's like. You basically you have to get in a queue to get your ticket, which um, basically uh, you, you when you you swipe or whatever you go get a lanyard and a ticket thing and yeah sorry you get you get your ticket then you go get a lanyard anyway so i know the expo i've been there before and what happens is people queue up get their tickets and then they form another queue to get in to the thing so you queue and then you queue and i know this happens and i was like um right 
Okay. And you had exhibitor passes as well. So <laughs> yeah, we, we, we kind of, it was pretty close to like opening time, wasn't it? When we got to like where the queues were starting and everything Yeah, because like we, we had to go to the car first. By the time we got back, it was very close to the doors opening. Yeah. yeah so I basically said, like, you guys go on in um, and that's where you got escorted. In. Yeah, that was, that was really fun. <laughs> that was one of the most important, like the, the most important I have felt, um, because we got exhibitor <laughs> passes and I kind of wanted to get in and get some pictures and footage of the table before the crowds arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, so we as, went up to a, 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 one of the guys that was working there and just said, we need to get into hall two, showed him as passes. He like said, follow me, like marched ahead, like clear away, clear a path, please clear a path, move out of the way. <laughs> Everyone were looking around like, oh my God, who's this? <laughs> and like, it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but that was uh, that was that was a very fun experience. It was so, very it was exactly like the scene from Wayne's World where they were backstage. <laughs> so on my side of things, I had like a surprisingly smooth ride in because um, I seemed to have joined the queue for the tickets as that queue was dying down, and it was kind of constantly moving. So I didn't have that anxiety of sitting in queues. I just kind of mooched along casually as i got close towards the thing the main entrance opened up and everyone started flooding in so i kind of smoothly walked up to the ticket counter i got my ticket smoothly walked over to the entrance got my lanyard and smoothly just strolled in past everyone else because i walked quite fast for a little guy um and then i ended up where you guys were and i was just like ah that was easy and no stress. All those people that queued up for like half an hour beforehand, suck it. <laughs> I, mine was like, I was cool that day. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it didn't seem that long before you were in no, with no, us. Because I was kind of expecting to be sat for ages waiting for you. Like, I'd pretty much got all the stuff that I needed by the time yeah. you got in. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Elston's here. Cool. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, as I said, it was smooth sailing all the way through that bit. Um, so yeah, you were doing, you were doing some film, more filming stuff. We went and got coffee and we dealt with some, uh, well, we didn't deal with them. We had to stand behind some grumpy people going, where's my coffee? I ordered it ages ago. It's a cappuccino. And then the lady's like, two lattes. I was like, meat, see ya. Um, <laughs> so we had that interesting little experience. Me and PQP went off and did that. Uh, then we came back and grabbed you, and then we started our stroll around the expo. Now, the expo, if anyone's uh, not been there before um, or is curious about it, you kind of have to adopt a walking pattern mm-hmm. um, there because there is so much there. If you randomly wiggle your way around, you will miss so much. I mean, so to be you, honest, we had a, a fairly like thorough pattern, yeah, and right. and we both missed stuff. Yeah, right. And yeah, to, at the end, we really like kind of like, oh, how did we miss this? Yeah, um, yeah. So basically, it's all like in rows. So the best to adopt that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to adopt moving around is literally go up, down rows and go like up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, and just work your way through it all. Uh, there's going to be a fair amount you're not really interested in, but there's going to be some gems in there as well. So mm-hmm. um, we were wandering around at the beginning, all this kind of cool stuff. We found some t-shirt. We found a t-shirt you liked. Oh my God. We, we came back and it was gone. 
Yeah, I was so annoyed at that. I saw a, a Hellfire Club t-shirt and I was like, I'm going to buy that later. And then when we went back later on, they'd sold out of just that one t-shirt. Everything was, else was fine. Just yeah, that one t-shirt. It, it wasn't even that much later. I would say maybe it's an hour or two mm-hmm. or something like that. And it was just like, no, nah, sorry, they're all gone. Because like, normally what I do at conventions um, is, and it's another tip for anyone that goes, is I have a sort of budget in mind of what I'm allow what I want to allow myself to spend. Um, mm-hmm. But what I like to do is have a look around the entire thing because I don't want to like blur like ex- if say for example I got a hundred pounds and on the first row of stalls, bear in mind it's this is two halls worth of stuff. If on the mm-hmm. first row of stalls I spent fifty pound and That's then it. in the second hall there's something that I really, really want but it's eighty. I could have bought that, but now I can't because I've spent 50. So I like to do a full lap of when I'm doing stuff like that so I can go, right, that's a maybe, that's a maybe, and then I go back around and buy stuff. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, unfortunately, that was a miss out. Um, I'm going to talk about our experience with Hard Cell Man. Hard Cell Uh, Man. Hard Cell Man. So It's like the worst superhero ever. Yeah, right. Um, We saw something incredible, and I was, like, fascinated by this thing. Um, If you can imagine... I think you're overselling how interested we were in this. We vaguely looked in the direction of this booth. I like the more I looked at this thing, the more I was fascinated, but this guy, yeah, he, I don't know what he was reading messages wise off of our body language or whatever, but, or maybe he thought we were like the undercover rich people or something (laughs) like that. Very undercover. Yeah. Very undercover rich people. I mean, I'm wearing baggy, like, just jeans and a t-shirt and a hat. Um, but so if bit, you can, Im- if, if you can imagine like a a semicircle table with a booth in the middle of it, where the DM would sit for Dungeons and Dragons. This is, um, but in front of the booth there is a large LCD screen for like a maps. Effectively, you could program the maps in there, and your characters would play out on the big screen so you can change the maps over and every every like player has an iPad and like drinks holders and everything sat. It was a very fancy setup. Um, right. It right. was very, very fancy. Yeah. It's it's very specific. Mm. Um and the really cool thing as well, which I really liked about it, is there was a screen at the back and it the way it was kind of portrayed to us is you could program like uh the, the there would basically be like characters and stuff like we saw a skeleton on there yeah. and the skeleton would like talk to people and say things and i was like if you can program that skeleton to like say a whole like monologue or something like that that's incredible because the dm can just make these characters appear above him and like just immerse you into the story i thought that's incredible mm-hmm. if that if that is what it is i'm not sure if it was however that was not the fundamental thing about our experience with this booth. It oh, looked no. cool. Some guy that was the selling... I mean, I I don't know if he was supposed to be there, if he was hired to be there, or he'd just gone on Skillshare and gone through a course on how to sell things hard and fast. I don't know. This guy was like every stereotypical car salesman from the eighties. <laughs> he was uh, he was determined that we were going to go home with this, right? I, like Dungeons and Dragons booth, and right. like I just like I mean, 
Not in a funny way, but like me and Elston, we don't exactly look like rich people. <laughs> right. I, I've literally just explained how I was having to wait until I'd been around the entire event before I committed to spending £15 on a t-shirt. <laughs> this guy was like, £5,000 now, buy this table, take it home. You will earn £100,000 a year, guaranteed your money back in four weeks. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah, like, I think- and That is not an exaggeration. That is no. how he was. I mean, to the point where I was like stuttering. I was like, "Are you, are you joking?" Like, I, like I, I was generally confused a little bit. I was like, "This is cool," because I was really excited about. It. I was like, "Man, this would be amazing." I looked and so I went, "That looks cool." That was it. That was the all. That was all the interest I showed, and I yeah, was yeah. ready to walk on because I'm not going to buy that. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, I was never going to buy it, but I was like this is kind of a cool concept. Like if you were really into D and D, if you were like really like weekly playing for five hours, this thing would be amazing for you. Yeah. And, and you had excess cash to do this thing. But one of those, you know, wooden table things that you have got all the compartments, and everything like that is probably just as good, if not a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I, I was kind of like fascinated by the talent technology and there was shiny thing like glowy lights and i was like ooh. and this guy was literally saying five pound an hour each player five pound an hour and you'll make your money back within six months and you're like huh hang on and my brain started doing some calculations so i was like who who's gonna pay five pound an hour to play D? because the simple fact of D D is it's cheap it's yeah. like, it's dirty. Like you need some books and not even that you need a pen and paper or something like that. That's that. And then you go around your mates. It's a cheap evening. You just bring some snacks and then everyone has a laugh. That That's kind of it. But he was convinced that he was going to sell D and D players five pound an hour. Now your average session is four hours. So that is 20 quid per player per session. So you're like, Right. And then if you have a DM, that's a hundred pounds per session. I don't think any DM group like Dungeons and Dragons group is gonna pay a hundred pounds a session. I mean, like the way that I looked at it, I was like, maybe for like special events and stuff, people would do it. They'd be like, right, you know, it's like a campaign finale or it's you know, it's it's a very limited campaign. We're gonna do like a couple of sessions and we'll book it. But like for regular players. Yeah, and this this guy was confusing us as well because he was saying the booth kind of seemed like the selling point, but then he said, "No, we're the game developers, right? We we design the game. That's what we're selling you." And I'm like, "If you're just selling the game, this is kind of shit because that thing's cool. I don't really care about this game system." <laughs> yeah, it was it was what? a bizarre it was a bizarre interaction. Um, yeah, like to the point where I was like. All right, give me a flyer. I'll go away and give it to someone. Or I basically just threw it in the bin because, oh my god, yeah. Oh, uh, was... but other than him, we didn't really have any like hard sell. People. No, it was no. Very, we just had we just chill. had nice nice people. Apart from uh, Archon Games, they're weird. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, right. Just to caveat that, like they were nice people. There was just mm. a bit of a language barrier. They weren't horrible people. No, no. No, let's uh, let's explain our little experience to Archon mm-hmm. Games. <laughs> so Archon Games, they had the new uh, He-Man uh, uh, 
Is it, Go on. Battle Ma- Masters? Is it, yeah, is Battle that- Masters, whatever it's called. The new game, the two-player game that came out, that's, I think it's like kind of like an arena-type game. Yeah. Um, and they'd got that, and then they'd also got a limited edition uh, He-Man and Battle Cat model for that game that is only available um, at tournaments. At tournaments and events. But on the box for that model, it says not model not for sale. But then there was a price on the shelf. And I was like, well, is it for sale or is it not for sale? Because yeah. the like, and then I, the, I, the guy came over and tried, I, th- I think he vaguely said it is for sale. It's just only available for sale here. So my right. response to that is then why do you need to have a thing on the box saying that it's not for sale? Because, <laughs> because the only places that it's going to be for sale it's going to be for sale. Like the only places right. those boxes are going to be is when it is for sale. You're not shipping them out to stores and saying, "Oh, you can't sell them though." Uh, so yeah. just just put them up for display, but then don't sell them. Like you're only taking that box to places where you are going to sell it. Exactly. So then at that right. point, you don't need to say that it's not for sale because it is. Yeah. So yeah, if you're not selling it, don't take it. There's a more simple. There's a more simple solution yeah. to what they've done. Um, but I just yeah, found it, it really bizarre. Yeah, because the fact that we were sitting there, like standing there for about a minute, just scratching our heads, and a guy had like, I wonder how many times he had to do that. I don't think it was the first time, um, but it's <laughs> like you and Wendy both bought one. Uh, bought one. Yeah, um, my friend went on the Sunday, and they had completely sold out of them. Um, oh, really? So yeah, they they didn't have a lot there by the looks of oh. it. Okay. Um, I wonder. I wonder if they sold that big ball game because they were only accepting cash, and that's yeah, not I, did, a, I found that weird as well. That's yeah. I know they're from Poland, but I'm guys, sure they have cards in Poland. Yeah, like, right. You're like, guys, come on, mate. You will make so much more money. Why they didn't do that? Whether they don't understand how to, or it costs money to I sell, think especially, like especially like in like post-pandemic times like mm. i very very rarely have cash on me yeah right i mean I to be sp- fair i very rarely had cash on me beforehand just because i find it more of an inconvenience yeah yeah um, and, that, and the big box game that master of the universe game was like 75 yeah, like seven, quid? 75 quid something like that i think it might be 72 like, actually um, yeah it was like a weird number as well because yeah. it's not like 75 so it's not like you'd have it all in notes it'd be like you need some change and yeah. it was like this is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. That was, um, that, I mean, I think that was generally our weirder experiences of the expo. I don't think the, the only other weird thing was more our own doing is when you were saying, Oh, I've got a dodgy ear. So then me and Wendy just stood on the side where your dodgy ear was to talk to you. Yeah. And I decided, okay, if you can't hear me, I'll talk like Matt Barry and see yeah. if he hears me then. Thanks for that. Uh, so, so so for like five minutes, I was walking around, look, Pickle, a red panda. Uh, uh. <laughs> so just to, just for some context, um, uh, last year, or it might have been the year before, I had I had like a really, really bad cold. Um, or I, I had something. I'm, I think it was just a really bad cold, and it ended up like one of my ears was like really blocked up uh, to the point where I, I woke up one morning and I genuinely for a couple of minutes thought that I had gone deaf. Um, oh, wow. because because I was laid on the the ear that wasn't blocked up I, I could see yeah. that Wendy was talking to me and I, I couldn't hear a thing like it was dead silent oh dear. Um, and it was like really blocked up for like a good few weeks and I, I I was like I thought kept thinking it's just a cold it's just a cold 
And then uh, like one day, just randomly, my ear just popped. And then it was all of a sudden, I was just like, I could hear in HD. This is amazing. <laughs> um, but ever since then, that ear has been, I can still hear through it, but it's just not as well as my other one. Um, Temperamental. Yeah. So basically, I, it's not usually an issue, but then when you're in like a big convention center and there's just noise it's, everywhere, I kind of yeah. find it hard to focus on someone talking to me on that side. So I, I, tend, I tend to move to the other side so I can, I can hear a bit better. Yeah, so me and Wendy just trolled him the entire yeah, time. Um, because that's what friends do. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of which, as well, it was uh, it was quite entertaining as we were walking around. People would intermittently stop Pickle. We're like, oh, Pickle! Oh, I watch the channel, stuff like that. Um, me and PQP decided we needed to strike a pose whenever it happened. So every time you got stopped, we were like, strike a pose! And I don't know what poses we were doing. We were striking poses, so everyone must have thought this really weird situation where they come up and talk to you, and then the two people beside just quickly <laughs> darted to pose. So you were talking about like weird experiences at the expo. Like, if I'm completely honest, like those were the weirdest experiences for me. Like, not in, <laughs> not in a bad way. Like anyone that uh, that came up to see me, like if you listen to this, like thank you very much for coming and saying hello. Like I really I do appreciate it, but. Mm. I still find it bizarre that people know who I am. Um, mm. And like, I'm, you know, I'm not kidding myself. I'm not like actually famous. I'm not an actual big time YouTube person. Um, so I, 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 it, 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 it's very humbling. Um, <laughs> and I still find it very bizarre. And I'm still not entirely certain how to respond. So if I came across, <laughs> if you did come and see me and I came across as awkward, um, welcome to me. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just not equipped to deal with uh, positive um, comments. Really, um, <laughs> anyone that's on my Discord will know this. Um, but no, that that would that they, they, I mean, I, I've had it a few times, like in my in my local store, in stores in Sheffield. I've had it at Warmer World. Yeah, a um, few times at the expo. It was like, like yeah. a fair few. I was like, okay. yeah, it wasn't like it was just like a one-off thing. They were. A good to, few uh, incidents to the point where we were striking different poses many a times, and then we were trying to photo bomb, and I got that wrong. And <laughs> yeah, uh, the, to the weirdest point as well when some guy looked at me and goes, "I know you as well," and I was just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> like pickle doesn't know what to do. I'm like, "Huh? <laughs> what?" <Yeah. laughs> That was weird. Um, but seriously, though, like, it, it, like I say, if he did come up and say hello, thank you a lot for coming and saying hello, because it, it, is, it is cool. Like, as much as I find it bizarre still, it is cool, mm -hmm. um, and it was a nice experience. Um, and I didn't even have to wear my own merch to get recognised. Uh, um, so yes. that, was, that, was, that was also cool. Um, yeah. Shall we talk about what we bought? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So, um I got I got the He-Man and Bowcat special mm -hmm. edition thing. because uh, I thought I don't really want to spend 70 odd quid on that, but a model like I'm cool with that. Um and I also got a, a dragon from Archon Games as well. So they do very cool dragons there. Oh yeah, um, I forgot you bought that dragon. Yeah, yeah. The Dungeons and Lasers uh set Archon do those. And yeah, that dragon, the lava one, where you uh you kept on telling me that five heads was better than one. Yep. Um 
Yep. It's more heads. Yep. Simple more math, head. man. I don't understand what you get in. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that 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 was that bit. And then uh, we found Tritex Games. Mm-hmm. Um, we only we only found out the name after we left the convention. Um, yes. Uh, we, did, we didn't know who they were. But basically, they were selling Star Wars Legion stuff at 50% off. And we were like, Ooh. Well, I think they were selling everything they got, or most things that they got at very discounted rates. Um, but no, yeah, not- it was... The- not the Marvel Crisis Protocol. That stuff was way uh, more expensive. I didn't look at the Marvel stuff. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm in full Star Wars mode at the moment. Um, ah, okay. But yeah, so this, with with them, I I looked and we went and picked up, because um, I ended up going back because I, I bought some stuff from them because it was cheap. And then because I couldn't get some of the other stuff that I wanted, I ended up going back and buying a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked up two B1 expansion boxes for, I think they were 12 quid each. Mm-hmm. Um and I bought one of the, uh, what's he called? The uh, super, super tactical. Uh, yeah, the super tactical droid. Now, I bought the super tactical droid because I thought that I had got one of the other uh, mm. droid commanders yes. already. Mm. There's, I think there's like three different ones. Um, the, there's, yeah. Um, Oh, what are they called? You get like three or four of them in a box. Uh... So I thought that I had got the... Yeah, because I thought I'd got the Separatist Specialist Personnel expansion. That's it. And yep. I hadn't. I had bought the same one that I bought at the convention. <laughs> um, so when I got home, and I was all excited. To be fair, when I got home, I still didn't realise because I didn't get the other box out because they're sort of in a, a terrifyingly unbalanced tower next to my computer. <laughs> uh, all my Star Wars Legion stuff. Um, so I was like, yep, all excited. I've got loads of droid stuff. I'm going to get some built. And it was when I came to building stuff on stream on Wednesday and I thought, oh, I'll build them a couple of droid commanders that I've got and got both boxes down and went, huh. <laughs> these are the same <laughs> um although like it, it's not too bad because they that that model comes in three different poses um mm-hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna build the second one in one of the other poses um yeah so i'm it's not gonna go to waste i'm not gonna have to sell it or anything um it just means i'll have to get some of the other stuff at some point but it's it's not that bad, bad that bad really it's yeah. like a tenor, like, and I get to do an alternate purse now. So, yeah, I mean, I've got two Obi Wan Kenobi's. So, I've got two Obi Wan Kenobi's uh, and two General Grievous's. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I've got two General Grievous. Basically, two of the core set. Yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got. Well, I've got, th- uh, I've got three of the droid core set apart from the HQ. I've only got two of each of those. But I mean, okay. I- I only ever going to need one of each of those, really. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I bought those. Uh, what else did I buy? Uh, oh, I got. We went to Atlantis Miniatures as well. Mm. Uh, big shout out to Dan from Atlantis again. We'll put a link down below in the description for uh, his my manufacturer in his store. Um, yes, yeah. Um, they are. They're known as Blue Giant now. That was uh, the name. Do you know what? I've been trying to think of what the the overall name was. Um, yeah. They used to be Atlantis Miniatures, and they've got uh, the print STL side, minis. which is Print My Minis, and it all falls under Blue Giant Blue as a, a, a name. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I think he's basically just trying to consolidate all into one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, um, we both yeah. went there. I mean, we've, we both know Dan anyway. We've, you know, we've had mm-hmm. stuff from him in the past for videos and stuff, and... Um, been a fan of his works but uh he was at the expo he was selling off um 
it got loads of stuff, like some really nice resin kits. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what did you buy? Did you buy? So um, just before I tell about what I bought, um, we missed Dan the first time round. Yes, we, we did. Was actually, literally yeah. on. It was literally on the way out that we spotted him, and like bless, bless Wendy, like she was. She, she was kind of done at that point and i was like oh, i'm really sorry but i need to go i need to go to this one yeah um uh but yeah dan i bought an etin which is like a two-headed giant mm-hmm. um but dan like dan's the nicest guy on the planet and um he he's got like excess like trades or like show stock so all of the kits were like half price yeah it was it was insane. I would have like blown so much more money. Um, but Dan, yeah, Dan, Dan's one of the nicest people in the world because he was basically saying to us, dudes, you can just have what you want. Like he wasn't yeah. going to charge us, but we like, we heard he's, he's been having um, a little bit of a harder time as everyone has been over COVID and stuff like that. So he's had to do some different things to help support the family and everything like that. Um, and then it also had all this excess stock. So me and Pickle both decided, no, we're actually going to buy something off of him. Um, mm-hmm. We did have to tell him. We're like, no, yeah, we're we had, paying We were like, mo- no, take money off us, please. Yeah, take, <laughs> Jake, take this. I want one of them. Um, uh, but he also gave us both a uh, – he gave you the Brewmaster as well, didn't he? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, so we he both would not got- let us leave without um, having something yeah. like for, you know, so we got, <laughs> yeah, so we got we this did. really cool, like, 75 mil dwarf brewmaster model, which I'm sure we've got to do a collab video on that some. We should do, really. I mean, I've yeah. had the, the 32 mil version of that model sat, like, and I've been sat going, I really want to paint that because it's such a cool model. Now mm-hmm. I've got the 75 mil version, I am absolutely going to paint that. That is such yeah. an awesome model. So I got right. that. It, it wouldn't let me leave without that. Uh, but I bought... Um, the mountain troll, yes, uh, which is yeah, one of the, I think it's one, one of his earliest sculpts. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I am I'm really looking forward to that. I was actually going to record uh, some footage earlier on today, and then I ended up just sort of going, "I'm too warm. I'm just going to chill out this evening." Um, mm-hmm. But I'm planning on doing a video for that at some point in the next few weeks. So, yeah, um, I uh, I did a tutorial on that one way back. Did you? Yeah, I think it's on Chilling War Gamers. I might be wrong. Might be wrong. It might be one of my old videos. I'll have to have a look. But um, if I find it, I'll let people know. I'll stick a link in the thing down below. Yeah. But it's yeah. such a cool model. I mean, to be fair, mm. all this stuff is. I've done um, a while back. I did a video on using a limited color palette and I painted a, a, a wood elf. Mm. Um, that was uh, one of Dan's. Uh, that was one of the models that he sent out, a resin model. Um, I've still got a load more of the wood elves that I need to do something with. Believe it, um, believe it or not, um, like this is this is an unwritten agreement I do with Dan as well, and hence why he offers to give us stuff. Is a lot of the time his kits for me don't end up going anywhere or doing anything; they just kind of sit on a shelf. And I kind of look at them after a while and I go, "They need to go into the world. They need to be free." So I I basically just send Dan my painted minis because mm-hmm. I'm like. So uh, a lot of the minis you'll see on display at the shows are mine, which is yeah. I mean, I said the same cool. thing to him, to be fair, because um, I'm planning on getting this mountain troll painted and hopefully get the brewmaster painted before Chilcon as well. Right. Um, 
which uh, if you if you don't know Chillcon, it's a, a convention in at the end of August. Is mm-hmm. it the twentieth, twenty first, twenty second? It's somewhere around there. Yeah, um, it's a Saturday of that weekend. Um, me and Elson are both going. Uh, we're doing mm-hmm. the um, hobby clinic. The hobby clinic, um, mm-hmm. like sort of together. Uh, Luke's coming to do that with me as well. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, we're going to get some footage and stuff and, and make a cool video out of it. But we'll be there. But Dan's going to be there as well. Um, and I've said that I'll get the stuff painted up and I'll take it with me on the day for him to have in the in the display cabinet. Um, yeah, it, I'm not sure if Dan actually confirmed if he's going to chill on unless he's done that afterwards. Oh, I thought he said he was going. Uh, not sure if he is 100% going, but I will check. I will definitely touch base with him before it yeah. happens to see. Um, but yes, the hobby clinic is also something I run as well. So um, we have uh, myself, I do a bit of painting. Uh, we have a golden demon winner, Judge Gudge. Uh, you'll probably know him from the Pickle Jar server. Um, and a very good friend of mine, Moggy's Miniatures, who is a professional painter and taught me a lot about speed paintings. So uh, he, the, there's a vast swathe of knowledge there. Yeah, uh, you, also we you got, three are the main guys. Um, yeah. And then uh, they've, they've got like a few others to come in yeah. and help with like breaks and stuff, which is yeah. why I'm going. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, exactly. why am I doing it? <laughs> well, it, it's one of those things. Um, uh, I've I've been running the hobby clinic for a few years now, and uh, it it's been a it's been a labor of love, and it is a lot of the time it's me, Moggy, and Judge sitting there and occasionally some people will get brave and come talk to us. Uh, we've had Gav Thorpe come up and talk to us before, which is quite fun. Um, but w- what we want to do is kind of encourage more people to come up to come and say hello. So uh, we're bringing in other guests as well. So uh, if you and Luke are coming along, uh, we've got Pickle and Luke. We're going to be doing stuff. Uh, Mel, the terrain tutor is going to be doing a couple hours or so there at some point doing something. I'm not entirely sure what, I haven't organized that part of it. So, and a new idea of something I am trying to put together, we'll see how it goes, is called painting with the painters. Uh, so, we are going to be getting some extra tables and sticking them in front of the painters. So, if you want to come and paint as well, you can come and sit with the painters and do some painting with them as well. So, that's a really that's- cool idea. That's a new idea. That is the first time I've announced it. Hopefully, it all go to plan. Please don't kill me if it doesn't work. It's, a, <laughs> it's an idea. The guy who runs Chilcon is on board with it. So we've just got to work out the spaces and things like that. But that's our intention. So if you are interested and you want to come along and paint with any of us at any time, I'll try and get a schedule out and I'll let you know who's going to be what, where, when. So if you want to come and paint along with people, you can do. Uh, sorry, yeah. that's that's my plug for Chillcom because I went into advertising mode there for a second. <laughs> what we'll probably do is, um, like maybe at the beginning of August, um, we'll do an episode and we'll talk about like all the vendors that are going to be at Chillcon and yeah. other bits and pieces that are going on, and we'll do like a big promo episode for that. Yeah, um, and and share some more stuff with you guys if you're planning on coming. Yeah, um, it's it's in Sheffield, by the way. So just to clarify, if people weren't sure where it is it in Sheffield, yeah, so. it's Int North, Int North. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's I think that's everything that we bought from uh, the Games Expo. I think so. Uh, yeah, I don't think I bought anything else. I think it was just the the dro- basically I went and bought droids because they were cheap. Um, <laughs> And then the couple of bits from Dan. Uh, yep. Wendy bought some dice. Um, 
Oh, also as well, when we went outside for lunch, uh, we bumped into Faux Hammer, Dan from Lion Tower, and was there someone else? Or was it just those two? It was just those two. Um, there was also a bit where my hand decided it no longer wanted to eat the chips that were in the other hand, so it decided to smash them, and they went everywhere. Yeah, remember that part? That was yeah, I um, do. Yeah, where you just decided to splash chips at chips everywhere. Yeah, I, so, my right hand was like, "I'm done with this," and just smacked them. <laughs> so just outside the convention center, um, I mean, there's plenty of food places inside, uh, mm. but outside there's a little uh, food van uh, that does like burgers and chips and all that sort of stuff, and an ice cream van next to it. And we were sat outside, just getting a bit of fresh air and cooling off a bit. So obviously, it's very warm with the amount of people in there. Oh, they've got that fountain over the lake in it. Yes, like, every now and again, it sprinkles you with a light mist yes that was very like, refreshing oh. <laughs> um, and we were sat there for a while and we were just chatting and their uh, fur hammer um what's his name i forgot his I name ross yeah, ross 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 came and said hi um and we were chatting to him and for a while i was sat looking at a guy uh who was stood sort of maybe four or five meters away from us. <laughs> and I was sat there for about 15, 20 minutes thinking that looks like Dan from Lion Tower, but it can't be Dan from Lion Tower because we've been around the entire convention twice and I haven't seen Lion Tower. Right. And then all of a sudden I, he looked up, recognized us. I, I shouted out Dan. Yeah, that I, way, yeah you oh, shouted him up. and he looked up and then he were like, oh, I need to go. And I could have on the phone <laughs> to someone. Um, and then, and then just came like, over and I was like I've just been staring at you for about 20 minutes and <laughs> convincing myself that it wasn't you um, so yeah we had a good night uh, he wasn't there as Lion Tower he was there uh, Help, I can't remember helpings. who he said he was with he was with someone else uh, helping them out I can't out. remember who but, um, but yeah we, we met Dan um, first time I've met him in real life um, which was guy. cool um, again a big you know big supporter big uh, STL uh, producer um, mm-hmm. we'll put a link in the description and stuff for, uh, for his stuff because mm. I mean his stuff is absolutely fantastic I've painted a few of his models on uh, videos before right I absolutely love his Final Fantasy inspired stuff um, yeah. it's very very I, nice I've got to get like I've got to do the effort model soon it's, it's got to happen I, I know I've tried to print it a couple of times at home but my print has been playing up for a while um, uh. I was planning on hijacking luke's printer this week while he was on a holiday um and then i ended up uh not doing uh, but i'm i'm gonna see i'm gonna basically i'm gonna get the get it uh sliced and stuff and get it ready and get it printed um at some point in the near future because i've been wanting to paint that ever since he showed it me it's a gorgeous mm. model right um, right so, yeah it's 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 hard to explain just over voice because all the people listening to this will just hear our voice how close to an erection i get from looking at those models <laughs> i'm not amazing. joking they're amazing <laughs> so um that was about it for the convention um yeah we ended up leaving at about was it about three half past three, three? i think it was about three yeah we yeah. kind of called it at that but yeah. we'd been there since nine o'clock i think the next time i go because i definitely want to go again next year um, mm. and what I might look at doing next year is just not taking any cameras, not worrying about making any content. Cause I think for me, 
Like even though I didn't end up doing much, I was still carrying around my, uh, the camera yeah. like all day because I didn't want to leave it in the car or anything because it, it's a, it's an expensive camera. Sure. Um, and like that sort of got very like my shoulder was aching. I was knackered because of the day before, like the mm-hmm. the, the long hours in the car and stress and stuff. I didn't get much sleep. So I think I would like to do the day where I can just go and not be worried about like filming and stuff and go with more of a mind of looking for like some sort of new card game or board game or something. Yeah, uh, Cause that yeah. is mainly what it is. Um, yeah. And I, like I, people, I, people did say to me beforehand that that is mainly what it is, but um, yeah. The, um, the, if anyone's curious about the games expo, um, I, here's a piece of advice. And I think I told this to you just before we went in and it was, I was, oh, we would just got in there. I was like, Games Expo is brilliant if you have no idea what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, to be fair, that's, I'd, gone in, I'd not gone in like looking for anything in particular. Um, but I think because I'd be, I think it's just, it was literally because of the day before, because I knew I was there to get some footage and stuff. And I kind of feel like it's the, it's the awkward thing that I have at the moment where I do something like that, that is like a once a year thing. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of feel like you should do a video on it. Um, right or make some sort of content on it even though realistically the content probably wouldn't be worth much because like look look at guy from midwinter minis look what he did have you seen his video yeah we just goes i bought this yeah (laughs) right (laughs) thanks for i'm a fulfillment all my stuff (laughs) yeah um so that that's it. It's like I I think next time I go, I will just either I will do two days, and one day will be filming day, and one day will be just looking round day, yeah. um, or I will just do one day and just go for fun. I mean, I'll probably I, still yeah. post stuff, maybe like on like Instagram stories or YouTube like um, community I, I, or something. I think I think we should go just with our phones. Yes. And do because I was having quite a lot of fun getting little clips of you doing silly things. Um, I was enjoying myself immensely with that. Yeah. So I think and, I think doing something like that for the next one uh, will be fun. I mean, when we go to Chillcon, um, mm-hmm. I will be doing some sort of video, uh, but I'm only doing that because Luke is coming to do the filming for me. Um, uh, if okay. I was just going by myself, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't do. I would again just go for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but Luke has, Luke has volunteered to do some filming for me um, so I can put something together. Um, so that'll be cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good it was a good day. It was nice to hang out with Elston. It was nice to... Uh, Pirate Queen Pickle came with us. She enjoyed herself all day. A bit tired yeah. towards the end, but generally enjoyed herself. Um, yeah, it was really good. And I'm, I'm really glad that I went. And a, like, a massive thank you to Duncan. Um, who is the person who organised for me and Pirate Green Pickle to go organise like the hotel and the passes and stuff for us? Um, and I can't remember how, what the figure was for how much they ended up raising over the weekend, but I know it was uh, a decent amount um, uh, for the for the like the charity that they were raising money for. Uh, nice. kidney is it kidney foundation? Uh, I can't remember the exact name, but I know it was a kidney charity. Um, I should okay. probably research that. <laughs> I'll put <laughs> I'll put links down below um, if I can find it. Um, I can't remember exactly which charity it is, um, but yeah, they they did a really good job with that, and the boards looked fantastic. I'm just glad that they yeah. got there in one piece. Um, but yeah, so that was the UK Games Expo. Mm, Pickle and Elston's day out. Pickle and Elston's day out. The other thing that we wanted to do was to film 
um, War Games episode. Anonymous. We wanted to film this. Yeah, we wanted to film War Games Anonymous while we were there and do like a live recording. Uh, but mm. realistically, like, because I think if we'd been staying for like another night, um, and then we had our, our hotel room, then yeah, we'd have gone back to our hotel room, we'd have filmed in there, done it in there. Uh, but because we didn't, there was nowhere in the convention center that was quiet enough for us to be able to do it, really. So, no. uh, but maybe next year, maybe next year, we'll maybe. see. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we'll definitely see if we can, yeah, pull something off because I know, um, <laughs> pull something off, <laughs> lol. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Because I, I, a few people did ask, like, are you guys doing a podcast here? And we're like, well, it's kind of impossible. Yeah, uh, well, not impossible, but like we'd, we'd not, not, we'd not the planned it enough. Um, yeah. I think realistically what we should have done is uh, planned to, because we had our hotel room until it was 10 or 11 o'clock. Um, yeah. So we we could have just gone straight there and recorded it first thing, but then we wouldn't have been able to talk about the event because we wouldn't have been to the event. Um, the, yeah, the only other option would have been dual mic up and find someone with a stool there, and we could kind of hide a little bit, like at the war, at the World War Two stool. Yeah, we might have been able to like actually pull off a podcast there with like if yeah, we were yeah. both mic'd up. I think um, if, I think next year we could do it if we had like lapel mics and stuff. I think they're yeah. pretty a pretty safe bet. Um, yeah, but we—I mean, we've talked—we've talked a hell of a lot. That is basically the overview of the UK Games Expo. It was really mm-hmm. nice. There was loads of cool uh, games, card games, and board games and stuff. I didn't get to look at too many of them for too long, really. No, um, no. plenty of D and D stuff as well. Loads uh, of D and D cosplay stuff. or dice or whatever. And I tell but... you what, it's very telling how far three D printing has come in the last few years because there was mm. a hell of a lot of stalls selling. 3D, 3D printed print. models. Uh, yeah. Some of them were better than others, um, yeah, but, yeah. but there, there, there was a lot of a lot of stalls selling 3D printed stuff. Um, yeah. And it's cool because it, it sort of brings that price down, and people that haven't got printers have the opportunity mm. to buy some cheap models for D and D and stuff. And it was really cool. Not just like uh, miniatures as well, like scenery bits, like bookcases and you know bits yeah. and pieces for dungeons and stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that about wraps up that. That was our experience at the UK Games Expo. Um, mm, it was wonderful. overall a good event. Yes. Um, do you know what else is a good event? What's that? Snack Attack. <laughs> so <laughs> this week's Snack Attack is a little bit different. Um, I... And when I say a little bit different, um, I've already finished my Snack Attack. I've snack. nearly done with mine. Um, um, so we decided, because we're doing this on a Friday night instead of a Saturday morning, it was way more acceptable to have a cheeky drink. Um, yes. So we've both had a drink. Now, normally what we do with Snack Attack is we both have the same thing mm-hmm. so that we can sort of compare notes and like discuss like uh, specifics for whatever thing mm. because this is the first time that we've done uh, alcohol on snack attack or indeed a drink on snack attack yeah, um, booze. we decided that we would just do the generic category of booze um, <laughs> so we both picked um our tipple of choice mm-hmm. and we've we've been enjoying it throughout the podcast um i have i have finished mine i kind of wish that i'd got a second now because for me i right so here's here's the thing i don't drink that often um no same when i and when i do like the first one it's nice but then i find that the second and the third are always the best 
Like you have one and it's like, it's all right. But then that one gets you in the mood for the second and the third and you enjoy right. those way more. And then after that, like, to be honest, like I can't really, like, I, you can't talk properly anymore. I can't talk properly anymore after I've had <laughs> like more than three bottles. Um, so I, I tend not to drink many more than that anyway. Um, but yeah, so I've had uh, Rattler Original uh, Cornish Cloudy Cider. Um, mm. I am more of a cider fan than um, lager or, or beer or uh, wine or anything like that. Um, if I'm drinking something like this, if I go on a night out, I tend to drink either gin or or whiskey uh, okay. with, with some sort of mixer because it's not quite like cider is quite heavy yeah. it's quite blurting yeah and it's yeah. very gassy uh, but if so if i'm on a night out i'll drink something like that i'll drink shorts and, and mixers but if mm-hmm. i'm just having a, a cheeky drink at home um, or if i'm just nipping like if i'm going to the pub for the quiz or something i might have maybe one or two and i'll, I'll have cider then um i do like yeah. lager but cider is my preferred drink of choice what have you what have you had tonight elston see i'm I'm not a cider or a lager drinker. I'm an ale drinker. So I'm surprised been... that you're not a cider fan. I'm yeah. No, I um, fizzy. I, I I went off fizzy a long time ago, and I, I I I people that have met me in real life, I'm relatively short in stature. Uh, so if We're I not get blo- <laughs> if I get bloated, I can get about two pints in me, and that's it. And then. The only way I can get more of me is the tactical vomit. I will explain more about the tactical vomit another time. But there is a thing called the tactical vomit. I will it teach you. It doesn't sound day, like but... something we need um, explaining. Yeah, we don't. Uh, the... Yeah, I'll, I'll teach. So... I'll tell. <laughs> I'll tell you one day. The thing. Uh, so just on that, then the the rattler cider that I've had uh, because mm. it's like a cloudy cider. It's mm. not. It's not particularly fizzy. Like it's not flat, mm. but it's not like. It's not like drinking Strongbow that is mm. all fizz. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I, I, I've tried ciders, and I kind of, you know, when the Copperberg phase came around, I was kind oh, of yeah. like trying that. Uh, I worked in a pub when Copperberg uh, was became a big thing. Oh, um, yeah. And I used to uh, annoy people when they came to the bar and asked for Koppenberg. Uh, <laughs> and I said, sorry, we don't sell that. And they'd be like, yeah, you do, it's there, it's fridge. I'm like, oh, sorry, that's uh, that's Copperberg. No way. <laughs> um, as you can tell, I've always been a sarcastic little twat. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, me, myself, I switched to ales. I don't know when, um, but it's been my, my drink of choice ever since then. So I, today, am drinking a Innocent Gun uh, Caribbean Rum cask scottish red beer which is an ale um it's a very nice one it's uh it's one of the spicy ales because mm. uh it's, it's kind of rum flavored uh it's 6.8 percent so you oh you win on that front thing because mine's it, only six percent yeah so yeah this thing can if you have a few of them yeah you'll get that quick um it is a wonderful beer i i love it i i to the point where i bought 48 bottles of it because I was wow. like, I was like, this is amazing. I want more of this. I'm like, I love that um, you like your buying habits. Like you know when you talk about like miniatures that you're buying stuff. Like you know, like mm. the first of January when you went out and spent like however much on all those models because you'd not bought anything for a year. And we all right. went, oh, Elston's mental when it comes to miniatures. I like that you just bulk buy everything. 
<laughs> because now we know that you're built by miniatures. Yep. We know that you bulk buy sweets on yep. Amazon. Yep. And you bulk buy uh, beer. It's all about value for money. <laughs> uh, so the cider that I had, it's, it's Rattler Original, um, which is just, you know, it's apple flavored cider. Um, I do like uh, different ciders, like fruit fruity ciders. Uh, I think my favorite cider, to be fair, my favorite cider is Rattler, uh, either original or the uh, the berry one. Uh, they do. I discovered it a few years ago when I was in Cornwall on holiday. Um, I said discovered it like I'm the first person to have it. I mean, like, I, I just, I, I personally, found this in a hole. Yeah, like, I, I personally discovered it. Like, everyone else knew about it, but I personally discovered <laughs> it. And I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, other than that, I like, uh, I like Old Moot. Uh, that's a mm-hmm. nice fruity cider. Um, I do like an Old Rosé um every now and then but i have to really be in the mood for it um i had one when we went to do the 24-hour challenge in uh, grimsby Mm. um i I was already drunk at this point and then i had an old rosie and then i was very very drunk um (laughs) so uh, i have to really be in the mood for one of those but I've, i've always preferred cider i mean i've only just in the last couple of years started really drinking lager and i was never really a fan um okay and I have I've tried like beers and ales a few times, and I mm. I, I struggle. Like, it's it, an acquired it, taste. Yeah, it's but. it's not really for me at the moment. And I keep you know like when you're younger, and yeah, you keep try on yeah you try uh, vegetables or you try coffee yeah, yeah. or you try whatever, and you think oh, I'm never gonna like this. This is disgusting. And then all of a sudden, like you get to whatever age, and you suddenly go, How did I live without coffee? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I kind of feel like that with 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 ales. Like at some point, I'm just going to go. I drink ales now. This is my <laughs> life. Interesting enough, I I have that with wine, but I have never found the taste for it. I do not like wine. That See, is... I got quite into. Uh, so here's a fun story. Okay, I don't drink wine. But uh, a couple of years ago, the theatre group that me and Wendy are a, a part of, right? Uh, we it was the sixtieth, uh, I think. I think it was the sixtieth like anniversary of of the club of the the society being a thing. Um, yeah, I think it was the sixtieth. Um, and they they had a big do that we went to, and when we went. I was like, I've not drunk for a long time. Like, I am planning on getting, like, absolutely, like, <laughs> off my face. Because <laughs> right. it, I, I don't drink very often. And then when I do drink, I'm usually fairly sensible because, like, I always have this voice at the back of my head saying, you've got to do this tomorrow. You've got to do that tomorrow. Yeah, don't don't yeah. get too silly. Like, every, do you know what I mean? Every, like, every now and again, the planets align and there's that. I don't have to do anything tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. I, can, I, I literally I went. Absolutely I, shit-faced. Yeah, that's it. And I said, I am getting hammered tonight. <laughs> and we went, and it was a bad start because – there was bottles of wine on the table that we didn't have to pay for. Now, I don't drink wine. Right. I necked two glasses of wine before I even sat down. Mm. And when I say necked, I mean like I chugged a big glass of wine and then I poured another one and chugged that. Oh. Um, 
Oh, that was uh, a very fun night, which ended with me and a load of the other guys uh, from the society doing the full Monty. Right. Yep. Okay. There you go. That's what wine does to pickle. Anyone? Anyone? If you see him at an event and he's drinking, just get him to neck a couple of bottles of wine. <laughs> if you really um, want to see pickles pickle. So... Um, so yeah, I, I don't drink very often, but, uh, every now and then I just, I do enjoy a, like a, a, the odd bottle of cider or like maybe like a small, like the lager of choice is like every now and again, you go balls out. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, like every now and then, like, um, I've drunk a couple of times this week because we've, we've been out a lot this week. Um, and we've, we've done a couple of like theater trips and we've been out for tea and stuff for them and to the pub. So I've had a couple of bottles this week. That'll probably be all I drink until my birthday in August. Because, oh, okay. and even then, I might not drink that much because I I just don't really. Um, I, it has I to be like hate, a really special event. And I really hate the hangover that lasts a couple of days as you get older. Like, it used well, to last a day, and it just gets longer. For me, I'm, so what what's happened with me is I used to drink like quite a lot when I was younger. Um, mm. I used to work in a pub, and we used to drink while we were working. I used to work five nights a week and I would be drinking every night I worked. And then on my nights off, I would be in the pub with my friends. <laughs> so right. I, I'm talking like when I'm like 18, 19. Yeah, um, I know the days. Like, you know, we pub all go your, through that sort life. of phase. Yeah. So I drank a hell of a lot. Um, and then even after I stopped working in the pub, like we went out a lot or we had parties and stuff. Um and then one year, all I just decided I was going on a big health kick, and I stopped drinking completely. I went teetotal for an entire year. Mm. Um, I stopped eating junk food. I started going to the gym like four times a week because wow. when I was younger, I was like super scrawny, um, mm-hmm. and I like I like properly. I mean, like you know, not to brag, but I, I was in really I was in really good shape for about a year, mm. um, and then ever since then, I've not been able to drink anywhere near as much as I used to. Like, my tolerance has just completely gone, um, okay. which is why I don't drink a lot now, because I can't without getting drunk. And, like, <laughs> okay. I drink... When I do have a drink now, it's just to enjoy the the flavour or the taste of the drink. It's not necessarily to, to get yeah. drunk. Yeah, um, you you have hit adulthood where you enjoy the flavor. Yay! Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I think I'm not sure how to rate alcohol in general because it's a very I, broad topic. Yeah, right. Uh, so here's here's what my suggestion is: the specifics we get rid of just for this one instance, and we just go wargaming snack. Rate it one to ten. I reckon because. Um. Obviously, loads of different things, loads of different flavors. I, I don't. I see. The thing is, I don't know if you can. Like, there's too many factors that aren't based on the drink. You like, not drank enough, my good friend, because you are overthinking this. I'm no. I mean, like, because <laughs> like alcohol as a wargaming snack is automatically a zero out of ten if you're driving. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, do you okay. know what I mean? Like, it, it's it. Yeah, it yeah. It, there's like circumstances right. so okay yeah let's 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 wipe out some of those factors okay say you don't you don't have to drive anywhere well whose house am i going to ah <sighs> right okay so you are going <laughs> I'm being, to i'm being particular i'm being purposefully pedantic, pedantic. Yes. yes right 
So, let me outline your rules. You're going to Luke's house. You're staying there the night. Because oh the next day, the next day, you have nothing to do, but you need to be at Luke's house. So he can film you for a video. Right. But you don't need to be in the best condition because it's going to be a funny video. You do need to play games in the evening. And that is it. Right. That is the criteria. Wargaming snack. Alcohol. What is it? One to ten. Go. I'll probably go maybe six out of ten then. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I think as a as a war gaming not not well, not it's, snack, it's not a as snack. a war it's not gaming a beverage. Um <laughs> yeah. I would say that to be honest, like I like I said, I don't drink a lot and when I do it tends to be when I'm being social and being out. Mm. Um it also depends on what we're playing. Like if we're playing Blood Bowl or yeah. some sort of smaller skirmish sized game, I am more likely to have like maybe a couple of beers and like a bowl of pretzels or Doritos or something. Right, right. Compared to playing like 40k that is, you know, Oof. it's a bit no, more it's a bit more too involved. Much. Yeah, and too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if imagine go back to when I came up and stayed with you that shows you, me, Luke, and Rich from Spray Black. That kind of scenario where we were playing Blood Bowl. I had a couple of beers that night, well, yeah. a couple of ciders. Beer, beers, is, beers are good. I'm going to yeah. rate them seven, because I still think you need other things to make them work. Like, if you if you don't drink some water before you go to bed, the hangover is going to be ten times worse. Yeah. Um, and you do need food. As so, well. What, what I, well, that's it. I always feel like I need a takeaway. Um, <laughs> after I've had a few drinks, like I, like the de- the desire, like For there's, there's like some sort of like yeah, there's some sort of weird graph where like the the y axis, the x axis is the amount of beer that you've drunk. And the y-axis is the desire for kebab, and it's just like a straight line, like a, a, a perfectly like angled, perfectly angled line going up. Four points, forty um, percent more chance of kebab. I'd say it's more than forty percent. If I have four pints, it's like a hundred percent chance I'm going to have a kebab. <laughs> I mean, if I'm completely honest, um, what I would say is that yeah, war game and snack six out of ten. Uh, war, yeah, war game okay. and beverage. Sorry, um, I'll, I'll agree. Kar- I'll, uh, karaoke beverage. Like ah, ten out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll I'll agree with you. I'll go with six as well because yeah, it it comes with some kind of kind of caveats where it needs it needs other things to go with it, but yeah. it can make a wargaming evening with friends even funnier. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. So, it depend, depends on what you're having with, and it depends what you're playing. Depends like where you are. There's a lot of things to take into consideration, but assuming the perfect scenario, I'm still going to say just a six out of ten. I think there's better yeah. snacks and things to have, and like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And yeah. then, and bear in mind, this is just a vague overview of alcohol as a thing to have while you have playing yes. war games in general it's not a reflection on the specific drinks that we've both had tonight because we've had different things we can't really give it a rating because it, it, we've both it's had basically things. just booze how good is booze with war gaming yeah I, I, I would say i think i think six out of ten is a, is a good yeah yeah it's I, think better, that, I think that's about it's right. better than middle of the road in the, yeah yeah um 
so yeah, that was Snack Attack. It's a bit different <laughs> this week. Um, this is a very different episode today. Um, yes. But I, I hope you guys still enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I think what we're going to do this week as well, we did have a plan to talk about uh, something for story mm. time, but we've gone yes. a little bit long talking about the main topic. Yes. So if it's all right with Elston, I think what we're going to do is skip story time for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll bring the episode to a close here because we've, yes. we've gone over by... About 15 minutes. Not that we have a time limit, but we do like to try and keep it as close to an hour as possible. And what we were going to talk about for story time, I have a feeling that we could probably talk about that for a good 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, Um, uh, to give everyone a little bit of a sneak peek, we, we were thinking about including other media. Uh, yeah, so, so opening in story time books. up to TV like, shows and films and things like that, as well as just books. Because um, it's, we, it's something we can talk to and hopefully a lot of people can relate to, rather than people having to slog their way through a book, which might take them a month. Something yeah, you can exactly. watch in half and, an hour. And it's like, the thing is, is like, we... Like obviously the the podcast is a wargaming podcast, but there's a lot of other things that we enjoy watching and playing and doing. Mm-hmm. And... We wanted a space to be able to talk about that, and rather than introducing like a separate segment specifically for that, we just decided to open up story time to uh, maybe we'll rename it to like media moment. Let's or, keep, it, keep it story time. Story time yeah. is fine. Uh, but yeah, we want to open it up to other things. Um, so so we, it, we've we've got a topic we want to talk about. We'll probably leave it for the next episode. Um, yeah. I do want to talk about it. We're not going to spoil yeah. it, so don't worry. Well, if anyone wants to try and get up to speed, we're going to talk about Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we are spoiling it. Uh, we're talking well, about we're Stranger not- Things on the next episode. Yeah, we are. Well, it's um, more just so, like, if people are not aware and they want the opportunity to kind of get where we, we are going to be at, yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about. So you've got two weeks to get up to speed um because fourth season's out and i'm just about to finish it pickle has finished this yeah. part of it there's like two more episodes coming on the first of july oh is it only two episodes oh they're gonna be th- long episodes I right i think so yeah i think i think the last one's like two and a half hours wow oh yeah. oh right okay that's enough of story time on that side but yeah, yeah people stranger things next time we're gonna be talking about it so if you want to catch up Start watching it now. It's on Netflix. Go. Seriously, go and check it out. It is so it's, good. Yeah. Um, but with that, we are at the end of the episode. Thank you very, very much for making your way all the way to the end. I know it's been a bit of a longer episode and a bit of a different mm-hmm. episode, but I hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. it nonetheless. Um, Elston, thank you as always for joining me on this trip down memory lane yes. um, and chatting wonder- with me about all sorts of nonsense. A wonderful experience in real life. Yes. Otherwise, we're just voicing it in each other's ears. Yep, that's it. We like, we like to meet up every now and then. Um, yeah. and it's not going to be too long before we do again, so it'd be good. Exactly. Um, where can we find you on the World Wide Web if we want to check out any of your wonderful content? I will try and be brief, because usually I talk a lot of crap at this point. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Elstonation on YouTube. That's my channel. I do stuff on there. You can also find me on Elstonation's Minis on Facebook. Um, and I'm on Instagram on Elstonation. Uh, yeah, that's it. If you want to contact me at any point, just drop me a PM, a DM, or whatever um, that you need to to message me, then, yeah, feel free. Uh, if it's rude, I'll probably just block it and report you. So, <laughs> enjoy. 
brilliant. Hey, uh, cool. as How always, about you? <laughs> uh, you can find me over on my channel, The Pickle Jar, or you can find me on my live stream channel every Wednesday evening and every other Sunday morning. Uh, the Sunday streams will be swapping round in the next few weeks, um, as will the release of this podcast as well. Um, mm -hmm. I am having a swap around in the weeks I have my son. Uh, basically, we usually record on the weekends that I don't have him um, so that I can actually record without any background noise. Um, mm. So because I'm swapping, it might mean that we'll either, you'll either get two episodes two weeks in a row, or you might have to wait an extra week for an episode. I'm not sure which way around we're doing it yet. I need to discuss that with Elson off the air. That's um, fine. But um, yes, yeah, so you can find me at all those places or you can find me over on my Discord server. Uh, link for that down below in the description. And there is a specific section on there for Wargamers Anonymous uh, as well as all the other channels for everything that we get up to. Uh, massive thank you for everyone that listens to these. We really enjoy doing them. Uh, mm -hmm. If you've enjoyed it, leave us a like, leave us a review, make sure you subscribe or follow depending on what platform you're on. Share also suggestions in the Pickle Jar Discord, please. Stack attack suggestions, Story, story time suggestions, all that stuff, please put that in there as well, because we really do appreciate that, all your suggestions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, make sure you share us out with your friends, things like mm -hmm. that. If, you think, if you've got anyone that you think might enjoy listening to us waffle on about all the garbage that we talk about, mm -hmm. uh, share us out and help us spread the word and, and get more people in this lovely community that we've created. Aye. Um, that's going to do it from us for this week. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. We'll see you yeah. later. Bye. We've got an end of podcast somehow. Go to end the podcast. Hang on. Oh, 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 I can help. That's all we can do, really, because we've only got one one note each. I kind of did a little bit of inflection. Brilliant. <laughs>